Welcome to episode number 204 of Take Him With You for December 30th, 2012. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. And today is our last episode of 2012. So we'll be talking about uh, the new year coming up, a little bit about what happened at Christmas, and uh, all sorts of other things. So stick around. wonder if everybody survived Christmas. Well, I hope so. Did you have a good Christmas, dear? You know, my Christmas was pretty good. You were there. Yeah. Well, part of it. Well, I guess I did abandon you for a couple hours on Christmas Day, but I was there for most of it. Yeah, I was actually, you know, there was a few things that we didn't get to do that we wanted to do, but... The best part about Christmas this year is our whole family was together, mm-hmm. and it was really nice to spend time with them and celebrate Christmas, and it was good. And we had a good good uh, Christmas breakfast at our church as well. Mm-hmm. Not on Christmas, but... The Sunday before. Yeah. So, you know, it was a good it was a good holiday. I got some really cool gifts, and I was thrilled with what I got, and, and uh, yeah, it was just, it was really, really cool. It was real mellow. We're laid back. I cooked a nice Christmas dinner for mm-hmm. everybody. You did a good Christmas breakfast, and yeah. uh, and then we watched movies and stuff. And uh, yeah, it was uh, a mellow day, and it was good. It was good to spend time with family. We're we're qu- kind of having Christmas spread out into three weeks because the weekend before Christmas, we um, hung out with my extended family yeah and then we had just kind of our own little family christmas eve and and christmas day with the addition of my mom on christmas day that was nice and then this next weekend we're hanging out with your mom and dad and sister and brother-in-law and nieces well this is the weekend actually it's not till new year's that we do that yeah so but it's just like yeah we kind of spread it out over a two, three weeks. Craziness, I Yeah, tell you. it is kind of crazy. But it's, you know, as as we get older, um, the holidays are more about spending time with your family. And it's it's a good holiday if we can just have our kids with us. And Yeah, that's always it's good. It's a, a good thing. So we had pretty good. Um, so do you want me to say what my mom and I did on and my daughter did on Christmas. Yet. Sure, my dear. What what did you do on Christmas? Well, this is a first for me, but I'd seen um, ads on TV for Les Miserables, and my mom had seen it before on Broadway, and I know she's just a real fan of, of Broadway musicals and stuff. So I told her, I said, well, why don't you come up on Christmas Day and have breakfast with us, and then we'll go to a matinee while Rick cooks dinner. I had a great plan, didn't I? Sure. <laughs> you like to cook, so um, you made a turkey out on the barbecue. and I grilled it. Grilled the turkey. With the indirect heat method. Yeah, so you kind of made an oven out of the barbecue. And, yeah. You know, and it, it, it I didn't actually out, grill the turkey on the grill. I, I yeah, baked it in the baked grill. Baked it in the barbecue grill it was really yummy and it turned yeah it turns out very moist you did that thanksgiving too so so while you were grilling the turkey my mom and my daughter and i went and boy i went where we went to the movies and there's a, a lot of hype about that particular movie and i i think it really lived up to the hype i thought it was really well done it was looks like a long movie it it was it was about two hours and forty seven minutes, I think. So a little bit longer than your hour wow. and a half film. Yeah, um, like double. Yeah, but I mean, it's not quite as long as like a Lord of the Rings or something. No, nah, pretty close. But it was pretty, it was pretty good length. But I have to say, it wasn't one that I felt like falling asleep or getting bored at. It really moved along, and and I saw my um, cousin 
in the lobby when I came out, and he is a music director for a high school and does, you know, their show choirs and band and everything. And he asked me what I thought, and I said, you know, you can't really go wrong with two and a half hours of prayer. And I know that sounds kind of funny. I mean, it wasn't like hokey, but, I mean, it was people crying out to God for help. And and it was a very, this is a big word, but redemptive. It was talking a, a lot in the movie about how people can change. And, and we're going to talk a little bit today in our podcast about new beginnings and, and fresh starts in the new year. And how a lot of times at this time of year we we think about that and think about what we did this last year and what we maybe would like to improve upon. And really that movie was a great movie for this time of year for reflection and, and, um, and just, it was a very deep movie. It wasn't what I would call a cotton candy, light, fluffy, sweet. It was definitely a movie you could talk about for weeks after talk about all the deep themes in the movie there was like survivor guilt there was um you know just talking about the tough choices people need to make (laughs) um unconditional love you know how far would you go um to save your child if you were a mother you know would you how how much would you sacrifice and there's just a lot of different themes in the movie that it, it wasn't a bubblegum kind of thing it was definitely a very meaty script um, so what was it rated i think it was pg-13 okay I, and so i can't remember it wouldn't be for young children i don't think it was a it it deals with some mature themes it it has you know it's a set in the french revolution so there's a lot of violence uh-huh. and a lot of poverty and and situations that happened because of the extreme poverty and um you know it it's just a very uh, it's it's a heavy film but i think one thing we talked i don't know if we talked about this last week but the unusual thing about this particular film was that instead of recording, it was almost all musical. It was almost all sung. There's very few spoken words. And the unique thing about this is instead of having things done um, perfectly in a studio and everything, you know, just really whitewashed and you know just I don't know how would how would you say that Rick it's uh, pre-done sanitized and, right instead of everything like perfectly sanitized music <laughs> I, I, I I don't know if that if that's making sense but um, instead of that it was the music was real roughly and emotionally charged because they the singing was done as they were acting it on set with sometimes cold rain <laughs> coming down on them. It was very, um, it was very raw and emotional. And I, I actually thought myself that it, it was better that way. I mean, and it's not that I don't, we watched Sound of Music over the holidays and I loved it and it was awesome. But this was, this was just, it was really amazing. So I mean, it, this is definitely not a sound of a music um, musical. It, it was a lot um, more intense. More intense than that. Even though there's some intense parts in sound of music too. So, but so she really comes well home. Done. I've got dinner almost all way all the way done. Yeah. And she walks in the door and goes, "You can't see that movie." Nope. <laughs> and and I'm like, "What?" Because I thought there was like bad stuff in it, but no. 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 It. It's because I really love history and I love musicals. I mean, history was my favorite subject in school, and I just loved it. And why would you say I couldn't watch the movie? Well, because I I feel like even though I might get a, emotional during a movie, I think that I can step away from it and discuss it and talk about it and be excited about it, but. I made the mistake of having you go see um, Pearl Harbor with me for our anniversary. And it the kinda, movie. The movie. 
and it kind of ruined our anniversary <laughs> because you were like all bummed out and depressed for like a day or two after because of the movie and <laughs> so no I won't let you see it unless maybe when it comes out on DVD and you watch it on the small screen and you can pause it or walk out or something <laughs> it's just you get kind of moody with <laughs> with movies I think it's because you don't like to cry and and for me being a woman I'm okay with that so stereotyping I'm okay well not everyone's like that but you know I cried during that movie and you know it came out and I was like oh man my eyes are gonna be red and um but then you know I let my feelings out and I'm okay with that but you seem to like hold your feelings in and then just get grumpy about it <laughs> so well no you're not gonna go see that <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I made Thanks. that decision. You can't see that. I don't want to live with you being grumpy afterwards. You're funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know why it is, but but um, I used to be just fine. Well, I used to be just fine with watching real emotional movies. But now, you know, it's really interesting. As, as I get older and have gone through more things, sometimes it's really hard for me to sit in a movie when the themes go along with maybe something that happened in my life. Well, it reminds you of a past wound you had or something. You well, know, not like just a... that, but it just, it, sometimes when you watch a movie like that, and I haven't watched it yet, so I can't really say, but sometimes when I watch a very emotional movie, I tend to, um, I want to fix things, and you can't fix things that are, like, how could I have fixed the Pearl Harbor thing? I couldn't. No. You know, it's things that are out of our hands, and and I think that's the hard thing for me when I when I watch a show, and it's just so big, mm -hmm. and so monumental, and so life altering. It's difficult for me to watch something like that if it's even remotely based on the truth. Yeah. Now, if it's just completely made up, yeah, you don't seem like you have as hard a time with like science fiction because you know it's all make believe, right? But, but like. But I won't watch me and Marley or Marley and me. Well, that's make believe too, but it just reminds you too much of, yeah. Well, we watched We Bought a Zoo again because you got it for Christmas. Oh, and I love that movie. And I just avoided the part that I cried, bald in the movie <laughs> theater. <laughs> I didn't, I went to this movie thinking it was going to be cute. Yeah. And it was very powerful. And there was one scene that I, I just started sobbing and then I'm so embarrassed because I didn't have any Kleenex or anything. I'm in the middle of a movie theater for goodness <laughs> sakes. A grown man sobbing like a baby. Yeah. I was, Pretty embarrassing. I was nervous about our oldest son watching it. He, he didn't pay attention to I, it though. So Yeah. I think he on purpose didn't pay attention yeah. to it because he's a real animal lover like you are. I mean, not that I'm not, but it seems like you and the boys have real soft spots for for animals and get kind of choked up about we like animals and so <laughs> yeah. i think we kind of warned him that it might be hard for him <laughs> yeah so you would recommend the movie then um not Les Miserables. for probably high school and up maybe a mature junior high or but I wouldn't recommend it for small children just because of Or the, emotional older people. Or, or yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry. It, it was very intense. Um, but, they boy, they did a great job. There's some really um, A-list a actors in there. There was yeah. Anne Hathaway did a fabulous job. Batwoman. Amanda. Or Catwoman. I can't remember what Amanda's last name is, but she's been in a lot of things like Mama Mia and different, um, tons and tons of movies. Um, she did a good job. Um, Hugh Jackman. And what's the guy's name that played in Gladiator? Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Mm -hmm. He did a pretty good job, too. Um, I heard he wasn't as good a singer. No. Um, I mean. But Hugh Jackman blew everybody away. Yeah. I was really blown away with Hugh Jackman and also with Anne Hathaway. I thought they both should go up for Emmys. I think they did really great No, jobs. I think Emmys is for TV. Okay, so what is it? Academy Awards? Thank you. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not really it's okay. skilled in that. It's all right. Thank you for correcting me. Well, I um, just yeah. didn't mean to correct you. I just No, I needed it because I don't know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, you did. So, but... 
But yeah, I don't know how come. But I think a lot of times this time of year, a lot of movies come out and and that one really has a really powerful message to it about Okay, one one last thought about the movie and then I'll get off of it. But All right. The main character um he was put in in prison for stealing a loaf of bread to keep his um nephew alive. And he ended up spending like 19 years in prison. Well, the jailer, um, he lived according to the law. The law was his God, so to speak. And he believed he was doing his Christian duty by following the law. Well, the man gets out of prison and a, a priest helps him out, a Christian man of the cloth, whatever you call him, clergyman. And he sees the wealth that the the minister had. He had several articles of silver. And so he thinks what you know, if he stole some of this silver um pieces, plates and stuff, then he could, you know, survive, you know. So he gets up at night, steals the stuff, gets caught by the police. The police bring him back, and the priest says, Oh, no, I, I gave those to him, and and you forgot the very best pieces and put these really expensive, beautiful candlesticks in there. Well, it impacted the man so much about this unconditional love and grace that this priest showed him that he spent time in prayer and self-reflection and and decided to dedicate his life to God and to helping other people. Hmm. And this is the very beginning of the movie. So I'm not going to, you know, ruin the whole plot. This is like the first 15 minutes of the movie. Later on in the movie, there was a really powerful scene and I don't want to because it will it will ruin the plot but the jailer makes a decision based upon his inability to receive grace because the main character chooses to to give grace to him and save his life even though he's been kind of a creep to him <laughs> like a Ahab you know character from Moby Dick you know like he's determined to bring this guy in and put him back in prison and stuff well Jean the main character gives grace to this jailer the jailer has never <coughs> operated in grace he's only operated in law and he has a really hard time receiving that grace hmm. and receiving mercy he's not able to receive the mercy and it and it kind of becomes his undoing because he can't receive it okay and so i don't know that was a really powerful thing to me to to realize that we can't really give grace to other people if we're not willing to receive it ourselves and the main character received that grace, and then he lived the rest of his life being merciful and caring and rescuing other people because he himself was rescued. Wow. I just, I just think you can't get much more powerful than, than those themes. It was just good stuff, but so you give pretty it, heavy. You must give it five stars. I would huh? give it five stars. Was it yeah. one of the best movies you've ever seen? Oh, you know, it's kind of a class in its own. So, I mean, I would say the best in its class. I I mean, like I said, it's not a total feel-good movie. Right. I mean, there's some kind of happy endings, but it's a pretty heavy film. French Revolution, it's not going to be yeah. 
you know, all tap dancing and sugar plums. It's it's tap it's a bit and heavy. sugar plums. You know, Shirley Temple. All right. <laughs> it's not a Shirley Temple movie. Of course, I cried at Shirley Temple movies too, but <laughs> but no, it was really, it was pretty intense. But I would, and again, Catherine bought us that. Who bought it? Um, we bought a zoo. Awesome movie. Loved it. Yeah. Okay, so, so boy, there's your Les Miserables <laughs> review from Amy Moyer. Yeah. Right here on the Taken With You podcast. And I, I spent like, what, 20 minutes talking about that? You did. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so what was your favorite thing about about Christmas? I already told you I got oh, to spend right. time with my family. Now oh, you're, just, you're just like, oh man, I talk too much. Yes. All Thank right, you. stick around. We're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions. And uh, reading your Facebook comments here in just a moment. So stay around. What'd you think of 2012, dear? It's uh, been quite a year. Yeah, it's been quite a year. <laughs> there have been good days and not as good days, but overall, I can see that God's been faithful Yeah. to help us through the bad times and to celebrate with us the good times. And we haven't had a lot of bad times, per se. Not, not really bad. Yeah, it's been a pretty good year. It's been better than a few years have been. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's on the uprise. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, it's better to, you know, have a year of improving than a year of going backwards. What would you say your favorite part of 2012 was? Oh, boy. I I know I'm going to sound like a, a broken record, but I think the times that I've got to spend with my family, um... The times that it's been sunny and (laughs) I've got to be out in my yard, working in my yard or reading a book out in the sunshine. Those are some of my favorite things. What have been some of your favorite times in the last year? Wow. I don't know. Um, Hmm. I I think uh, getting to compose some music was uh, I've been able to do more of that and I like that a lot. Um, Other things that I think have been fun. Um. Oh, I don't know. Podcasting with your wife. <laughs> of course, that's always fun. <laughs> Setting me up there. Um, you know, I've gotten to know you know some some more folks from around the world. I I'm really grateful for the friends that I have and the the ones that I have from uh, meeting them online and stuff. And it's been really good to have people in my life like that. So that's been really nice. Yeah. Yeah, and so. Um, Gosh, there's just there's been a lot of really cool things that have happened this last year, and I'm just grateful to be alive and kicking. And uh, I mean, there's lots of room for improvement, but uh, you know, still breathing, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. And and now you know, I made some decisions towards the end of this year, 2012, that uh, I think will really help out in 2013. So, you know, business was better this year as far as for work and everything, and. Uh, yeah, it's been fun. And I've really enjoyed getting to know the folks over in uh, the UK, Wayne and the group over there with Trek TrekMate. Mm-hmm. They're really fun. They had me do a bunch of work for them, and I got to know them a little bit better. And they've been really cool friends, and I'm getting to know them better and more. And and other people have been just really awesome. So it's been a lot of fun. I've been, I've been really enjoying it. Cool. So what is something that you would like to see happen this next year in 2013 that may be different than 2012? I'd like the whole world to hold hands 
and get along. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I was thinking more in oh. your personal life oh. or in oh. our family's life. Oh, okay. Um, Not that that wouldn't be nice. I want us to win the lottery. But we don't play the lottery. Uh, I guess that won't work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My good friend, Brett Hammond. Yeah. He is awesome. Yeah. And he did an experiment called Brett Plays, Plays the, the Lottery. lottery. I watched a few of those. Every week for 52 funny. weeks. This mm-hmm. last one is this week. He spent $5 a week for 52 weeks. And how did that turn out? Well, him? I don't know. I haven't watched the last episode yet. Okay. But last week he was $37 on the whole. Okay. So this week he spent five more dollars. And we don't know if he won or not. And we don't know if he won. He'd have to win more than... He'd have to win like 40 bucks 40, to, to make it back. 40 some dollars in order to even come out. Even. Of course, that doesn't pay for his gas and all the other things that he yeah, does. Yeah, his gas, his time. If he was if he was paying someone to edit his videos No, he for does him, that himself. Yeah. yeah. But just think about his time. Even at Check minimum, him out on YouTube. Even at minimum wage. Brett plays the lottery. If he were to pay himself minimum tea. wage for the time and that Brett. he spent doing those videos. I know. Yeah. Got really good at it, though. Yeah. So, I mean, He's it, an was, awesome guy. it was an interesting experiment. Funny, experience. funny, funny. Yeah. That guy could be on a sitcom. He is funny. He's hilarious. So watch his show. Anyway, I had to throw that in there because... Yeah. No, okay. So seriously? Yeah. For 2013? Mm-hmm. Boy, I don't know. You know, I am i haven't had the greatest... Uh, greatest track record in the last couple three years of uh seeing things making goals and seeing them come to to fruit well i mean some of them have you know but uh i don't know personally i i don't know i'm i think i'm gonna just kind of continue the goals that i already have instead of making new ones i haven't been i used to be really into it I haven't been super successful on the goals I've already made, but I, you know, I think just because I've tried on, tried to work on them, at least I haven't really gone backwards. I don't know if that makes sense. Well, I remember but, a time when, when I would make New Year's resolutions or goals and things, mm-hmm. and uh, I would make massive strides forward for quite some time, and then, uh-huh. uh, then circumstances beyond my control happened, and I can't. I mean, there are some things that we personally can do ourselves, mm-hmm. and you know, I mean, we're all, we're all responsible for that. But boy, I tell you, it takes—I don't know—it takes the right conditions for me to do what I, you know, what I know I need well, to do. Well, you're kind of an all-or-nothing kind of guy, I guess. And and so it's like when you determine to do something, you put your whole self into it. You you don't do things halfway, but because you don't do things halfway you're kind of slow at deciding to, <laughs> to do something sometimes you know what i mean well i understand the commitment that yeah you when you get committed you get committed but yeah. then when you're not committed you're not committed and so things i'd like to see in 2013 yeah. I, i'd like to see my health improve a little bit that would be good because mm-hmm. i don't like diabetes and mm-hmm. now that i'm on the plan and everything um it's it's difficult because it doesn't uh it's hard to do personal fitness and things like that when you i don't i don't know how to describe it if you if you have diabetes you know what i'm talking about if you take insulin mm-hmm. very difficult um well, and anyway so just yeah. praying for results there and figuring out how to work through that um what else i i really like to uh meet some more of my friends that i uh have all over the world, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. And, and another goal of mine is to um, expand the business again and uh, do bigger projects than what I'm doing now, uh, which pay a little bit better so that we don't we can get out of debt and um, be able to uh, live without being afraid. How's that? That sounds like good plans. Yeah, well, there you go. That's kind yeah. of my. I don't. I'm not making any resolutions because I don't. We'll talk about that in a second. But yeah. I, I'm not really into res, New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. I'm more into uh, what am I supposed to be doing? <laughs> yeah. What 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 should I have been doing this last year and try to get more on track with it? <laughs> but but um yeah I've I've had a few goals I started in the last couple of years. Um I joined Tops and I I just want to continue with 
with and everybody knows what that is that's um a, a, a kind of a support group for people who want to improve their health um their health and and just top stands for it stands for taking off pounds sensibly and it it's a group that it doesn't do fad diets but just encourages people to have a sensible eating plan and and exercise and encourage each other it's a really great group um and so I want to continue in that. And then um, my mom challenged me about a year ago to um, save $20 a month because a couple of my girlfriends, when I turned 45, said, you're going to turn 50th first. So I think that we should all go to Hawaii on your 50th birthday. <laughs> You're older than them. Because huh? I'm, a, I'm a little bit older than they are. And so um, so they said to do that. I go, well, you know, we haven't gone on vacations for a while. How can I afford to do that? And, and I'm thinking, well, I'm working now. So I've been putting away $20. I've been saving a little bit here and there and putting away $20 a month um, at my mom's house. Because if I have it here... I will find something that we need to have and I will go and get the money and spend it. So <laughs> I'm saving it away from my house. So I've saved this last year, I've saved about $200 towards my um, 50th birthday. <laughs> so, do you know, and $200 isn't a lot, but if you do that for five years, that's a thousand dollars. Pay part of your plane ticket. It, you know, my, I might have to sleep on the beach and eat coconut <laughs> shells, but I'll get there. <laughs> I just see you eating coconut shells. No, uh, but we're gonna. Jeez. I think one of my friends has one of those like timeshare dealies. Dealies. You know, I don't know how those work, but um, she and her husband pay for these points or something, and did that before they had kids, <laughs> so mm -hmm. they were both working, and so she she might be able to get us a. Uh, uh, less expensive place and if we all chip in you know there's four of us girls going so it shouldn't four be too bad one two three who's the fourth one the one that has the timeshare uh. <laughs> <laughs> is that leanne yeah it uh. started out three and then then um she heard about our plan and she goes i have uh, a timeshare <laughs> so um yeah we just, she, you didn't invite me well that'd be kind of awkward Having so? four girlfriends going and then plop a husband down in the mix, that would be kind of, like, <coughs> strange. Okay, I'll get a bunch of my guy friends, and we'll all go to okay, Hawaii let, without let you. Okay, let me see. You've been to the East Coast without me. You've been to Chicago without me. You've been to um, New Orleans without me. Where else have you gone without me? You've gone to Mexico about... Three or four times without me. Oh yeah, really on vacation too. Well, you went all of these to were all work those trips. You went all those places without me, so they were all work trips. There yeah. was no vacations involved. Oh, you did some sightseeing while you were there. Well, that's only because the boss wanted to. Yeah, but you've been a lot of places I haven't been because I stayed home with the baby. So my fiftieth birthday, I think I get to go somewhere fun. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Yes, it will be fine. <laughs> I'll stay home and eat pineapple in honor of you. I'll bring you home a pineapple. How's that? Uh, Would that be good? Yeah, we'll see. You could always take me another time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've always wanted to go to Hawaii. <coughs> I like sun and I like warm. I think I'll like it there. Well, and we, I like flowers. Okay. Well, we asked people. Okay. I have that on my Facebook, I think. On Facebook, the question do you make New Year's resolutions? Why? Or why not? Yeah. And we got all sorts of answers. We've got a lot. Dan says, I don't. That way I don't have any to break. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Do you have yours up there? I don't. Oh, okay. Um, Laura says, I make New Year's resolutions and hope that I might achieve some of my goals. So kind of like shoot for the stars and if you get to the moon, you'll be happy. I like that. That's yeah. good. And... Stephen says, sometimes the birth of Christ at the end of the year is symbolic of change. I guess some of us celebrate by consecration and letting go of all the previous year's baggage and trusting God to handle it. 
This can bring us closer to our relationship because Satan loves nothing better than to remind us of our faults and failures. This way we can resolve some of our problems and move forward in our lives. So in a way, New Year's resolutions may be just that. Wow. That's fairly deep there. Yeah. Steve, geez. Yeah, we have another Steve. Another Steve. But spelled differently. Okay. That was Steve, and this All is right. Steve. Okay. says, no, because it's impractical to wait for one time of the year to decide to do or not do something. Mm. Well, that makes sense, too. <laughs> and um, I think it's Shari or Sherry. Okay. says, no, I'm constantly a work in progress. Hmm. And Daniel basically said the same thing. No, I resolve if I resolve to do something, I will start as soon as humanly possible and not wait for a new year to do it. So, um, yeah, we've got yeah. quite a few. We've got a quite a few of no's. If I'm going to start something, I'm going to start it right then. Right. Um, Alan says New Year's is a time that we think about something being new. Um, consciously or unconsciously, we're thinking about something ending and something new starting. It's a great time to think about doing something new or ending something old, whether you set a big goal like to lose 50 pounds or a small goal like to find something to smile about every day. It's good to just set that goal. Completing it or not, that doesn't matter. It's the starting that counts, and even if you don't reach the goal, you might find yourself a new path in your in life. Wow. So, um, well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Heidi said no. And, you know, but only because if something is really important to me, I start immediately. Um, Simon says, not anymore. I make um, one resolution around now, but not on New Year's Eve. Okay. Um, <laughs> hmm. A mystery there, Mr. Yeah, Meds. Yeah, it kind of makes me wonder what is resolution is. Yeah. Terry said, yes, but I prefer to call them goals. Yeah. I like to reflect on the past year and set personal goals for the upcoming one. It's certainly not the time of year to, um, not the only time of year to set a goal, yet it is a perfect time to pause, reflect, and recalibrate. Sure. Andy says, don't make any Never keep, never, never keep, keep them, them anyway. Right, right. <laughs> Debbie says, "Nope, never make any." Um, Greg says, "Years ago, I made a resolution to stop making New Year's resolutions. So far, I've stuck to it." <laughs> wow, there you go. You're funny, Greg. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, Estella um, sounds like she has some of the similar ones. Um, to you, what you were talking about it says I don't make the standard type of res- resolutions. What I do is meditate on the things that I need to change and choose two I feel most important to make a promise to myself to put the whole heart into achieving those two goals. This year I nail both, maintaining my independence and starting my degree. For 2013, I am setting a goal to maintain manage my diabetes to the point where I am on less medication for it and to save at least $1,000 total for a year via c- couponing. Oh. So she's she's wanting to work on her health. Um, and she only picks a also. couple of one. Couple you know, that, that's kind of what I was kind of thinking, too. I mean, to continue to work on my health and, you know, being faithful to my TOPS group and... Um, and also to what was the other one I said? I don't know. <laughs> I had two that I talked about. Oh, and continue saving for my fiftieth birthday trip. <laughs> oh, there you go. I thought you were going to say and take my husband on a vacation to Hawaii with me on my fiftieth birthday. Yeah. Well, we talked about maybe trying to get to the Comic Con up here in Seattle in yeah. March, but right now, unless we get a good income tax return, but uh, that will probably go to paying off some debts instead of going on a mini vacation but yeah at this point that would be that would have been fun we've talked about doing a little mini vacation was it in march i don't we've never gone to a comic-con before no i I don't know when it is so it's in the springtime sometime i think so one of these days i'm going to take you to a comic-con cool well Um, that was those were great comments from everybody thank you for putting your 
comments down there. Okay, so what do you think about resolutions, my dear? Do you make New Year's resolutions? Um, you know, I really get depressed by some of those things where you feel so guilty. You know, I, I remember we used to go to a church where the pastor would have you write out this stuff, and then they would keep it and mail it to you the next year, and that always made me really bummed out. Because you would see all the things you didn't do. Yeah. And so I like the idea that Estella said about just picking a couple things that are, are like, reasonable well, you know, goals. We, we have a really uh, – a podcast called The Two-Degree the two degree, the two degree Difference uh-huh. that is really downloaded a lot. Yeah. And if you go back in our archives, you can find it, The Two-Degree Difference. And that was kind of a review that you had read a book yeah, and, but titled that. And here's it, what the, the author maintains, which I mm-hmm. think is a really good way to look at it. He says, you know, uh, a, just a small little course correction can get a ship back on, on track mm-hmm. or or a, a plane to its destination or, a, you know, the moon, like when they flew rockets to the moon. Um one little degree, you know, a couple of different degrees, and you'd hit your you hit your target perfect. Uh, two degrees off, and you would go. You would totally miss it. Totally and keep miss on going it. out to space. And so his <laughs> his assertion in the in the book was, and it's really a good idea, is mm-hmm. to make small changes that will make great course changes. Yeah. Instead of trying to get everything at once, because most of us as human beings cannot. Um, achieve all the goals that we that we put out there like that mm-hmm. because it's not I mean we're not realistic a lot of times in you, you know I as preparing for this podcast I I tried to look up resolution I was going to explain it, a little bit more okay about go that. ahead all right go well ahead. you you've got your stuff to look up there but I, I here, here's what I mean like if some okay if somebody says well I'm going to lose all the weight that I need to lose yeah. And they go really strong for the month of January, but then in February they mess up and then they beat themselves up and then they just go completely off of it and they don't do it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, in the two degree difference, instead of saying, I'm going to lose all the weight or I'm going to do this, he said, Well, why don't you do something like this? Instead of having two desserts at dinner, mm-hmm. cut it down to one. Mm-hmm. Just take one little thing out and try that and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And then, as you go along, take something else out that you know is unhealthy or, for or you. Or add something. Or add something that is healthy. Go on a five-minute walk after right. dinner. Right, exactly. Or Instead <laughs> of saying, oh, I'm going to walk for an hour every day. Well, you can work up to that, but start off with five minutes. Yeah. And then go to 10, and then go to 15. And work your way up so that you're not being unrealistic about it because that's where people fail the most. And mm-hmm. so the two-degree difference. Go back and listen to it. Yeah, that, that's okay. A good now one. go ahead. Well, okay. you you had well, some inspiring things. Oh, I I did. I got really inspired because I I looked in this one book that we have. Um, it's a really great book. It says where to find it in the Bible, the ultimate A to Z resource. Um, and um, re- resolution wasn't in there. <laughs> so New there Year's, isn't any resolution in the Bible. Well, not exactly. There's re- um resolute but so i looked up all these different um areas here and it said under resolute to look up um determine or determination determination or um i'm my stuff's all are you okay well my my book was (laughs) falling off um and so I looked up that, and then it told honey, me. you're messing with my computer there. Oh, please. sorry, honey. I, I have too many things on. Yeah, you got my mouse. Just a minute, everybody. <laughs> and you got my trackpad. Okay, there's your trackpad. <sighs> okay. Well, I it came down to this sent me to that, and another sent me to another. And so I ended up with all these cool verses on diligence that we're kind of an offshoot for resolution, okay? How is diligence and resolution the same? Well, because I don't see the the same. Well, okay, this may be a spaghetti thing. My brain works like spaghetti. It goes from one thing to another. But 
But when I looked up resolute, it says to look up determination. So I looked up determination. Okay, determination well, okay. sent okay. me to diligence. Okay, so God. this is spaghetti. And there were so many great verses about diligence. There's it talks in Proverbs chapter six about the ants' example, how they they work really hard, and they they just keep on going all summer long. My so aunt that, was like that. Okay, good, good, good. Oh, you mean um, the little insects? The little insects, yes. Oh, okay. So there's lots of great verses in the Bible about diligence, but there's this one that really stood out to me and really inspired me, so I wanted to share it. And now the whole chapter, the whole book is good, um, but, you know, I, I don't usually recommend pulling one verse out of context, but I just felt like this was really inspiring. This is Hebrews chapter 12, verse 12. Because I think a lot of times we give up on our resolutions because we get tired or we get, um, I don't know, weary and well-doing. We just, we just slip, we fall, we don't want to get up anymore. <laughs> kind of thing, you know. But this is a great verse, I think, to take us into the new year. It says, so take a new grip with your tired hands. Stand firm on your shaky legs and mark out a straight, smooth path for your feet so that those who follow you, though weak and lame, will not fall and hurt themselves but become strong. And I think that that's a really good way to look at our goals for the coming year, that not only are they for ourselves and the only way we can get them done is by perseverance and diligence and doing a little bit every day to get to those goals, but they're not just self-centered goals, but if we're doing our goals correctly, not only will we be healthier people spiritually, physically, mentally, but we'll help prepare the path for those who come after us. If we are healthy individuals, then our children and our grandchildren will have good examples and that the path will be straight and smooth for them so that they have a better chance in life to be spiritually, physically, emotionally strong themselves. Hmm. And so when we make goals to become healthier people, no matter what you're talking about, whether it's spiritual health, emotional health, physical health, when we make those goals and we pursue those goals, that not only benefits us, but benefits those around us and those coming up behind us. And I don't know, I just love that verse that says, so take a new grip with your tired hands, stand firm on your shaky legs and mark out a straight, smooth path for your feet so that those who follow you, though weak and lame, will not fall and hurt themselves but become strong. I think that's inspiring to me. That is inspiring. It's I really, just, really I good stuff. I love that verse, Hebrews yeah. twelve twelve. And, you know, please, we talk about this all the time. Go back and read these things yourself. <laughs> this is the Living um, Bible version. It's a contemporary version. Uh-huh. But um, read the Bible yourselves. But that verse, when I was looking up different verses, it just kind of like, oh, this is so good. So there you go. Wow. That's awesome, actually. Yeah. yeah. I think that sums it up nicely, my dear. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> so. I'm glad you were inspired tonight because I'm tired. <laughs> you know, we all we all go through different things. Sometimes I'm going... Can we make the podcast kind of quick tonight? Because I'm too tired. And, and, and then they end up being long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but tonight, um, I did something that I hardly ever do tonight. We stopped on the way home after we got gas, and I, I got a coffee, a uh, mocha. I never drink coffee. I, is that why I think I'm so hyper and reading and talking so fast? I guess I should have drank more of it. Yeah, you only had, we shared it, but I think no, I drank I more drank of like it. No, I drank like three sips, <laughs> you drank it. And I never drink coffee. Yeah. I mean, maybe like two or three times a year, but I'm usually a tea It was drinker. nice, though. We went out and, to your mom's birthday party. Mm-hmm. She's 83 years old today. Yes. And we actually had a really nice time with all your siblings. Well, and 
I felt and their spouses. I felt so bad because I found out that my mom never once had a friend birthday party growing up. Oh. And I didn't know that until tonight because I, I for eighty three years. Well, no, we've had friend birthday parties for since, her yeah. since then. But when she was a child, uh-huh. my grandmother never invited friends over for her to have a friend birthday party, because my mom was born four days after Christmas, and my grandma said, "Oh, this is a hard times, and we don't want to have people feel like they need to buy you a present when they just had Christmas with their children and they do not have money," you know. So, in Swedish accent. So, my mom never had a birthday party with friends. My grandma would make our dinner or something like that. But, you know, for just my mom and my uncle and maybe a stepdad here or there. But, um, but yeah, they just had, like, a family thing. And and so she <laughs> – so and then I – the reason that I, that came up was because – when um when i was growing up the whole time i grew up i don't ever remember us having a birthday party for my mom you know she always made sure that when it was our birthdays we always had at least a special dinner usually right if not having friends over and having the you know the the party games and all that we did that once in a while but we always had always had you know got to pick what we wanted for dinner or or something and and so it was just so um so like sad to me that she didn't have friend parties and she's like we've always with our kids we've at least had them have a like a a friend party every other year we had two children that were only a week apart in their birthdays so it got kind of overwhelming so (laughs) we said okay you can have a birthday party with friends on odd years, and you can have a birthday party with friends on even years <laughs> because it's just too it crazy. Worked out. But so you know, but for some reason, for me and for you, that was really important for us to have birthday parties with our sure. kids. I don't know so, why. Well, I don't know why you're saying all this, okay. other than uh, <laughs> it was a nice evening with your mom. Yeah. And- your brothers and sisters. You, I guess you won't let me drink coffee ever again guess <laughs> before <not>. a podcast. <laughs> well, we just want to, again, say how thankful we are for every one of our listeners. Yeah. You know, we haven't had a huge amount of feedback lately. And, you know, that happens. Um, and everybody's busy. It's holidays and everything. But the feedback that we have had has been so positive and so encouraging. Mm-hmm. And we just wanted to say thank you to all of you that listen to our podcast faithfully and get something out of it. Really warms our heart to know that we're actually, you know, making a difference in people's lives. That's our goal. Our goal is to present our faith in an encouraging way to let people know that not everybody is the same when it comes to uh, people that believe in God. Mm-hmm. And that um, there's a whole big world out there and a whole universe full of God that is really amazing. And we'd love to be able to convey that to folks through uh, creativity and through discussions and and just really sharing our lives with folks. And you've really made it so we can. And we want to say thank you to every single one of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. <laughs> I'm going to renew our domain coming up here pretty soon for Take Yay. Him With You. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was, um, well, it's coming up on, uh, I think, the four years that we've had the domain, and mm-hmm. uh, I have to renew it here in a few days. Wow. Cool, huh? Lots of things renewing and paperwork, uh, and uh, be praying for us with all that. I know. It's just, <laughs> all the different know. things. It yeah. seems like they're all coming to a culmination the beginning of January, having to get different things in for your business and yeah, yeah. all those things. But Unfortunately, during this grace. time of year, it's the lowest time as far as income mm-hmm. uh, for for us traditionally. Yeah. Well, I don't I, know why it is, and but I don't that's do it, it Well, I don't do as many yard jobs. I think maybe that's what it is. In the middle of winter. <laughs> so, yeah. um, and, and sometimes there, sometimes you've had slow times, I think, because... There's, people are just enjoying you know, the holidays. And yeah, stuff. and people like want more jingles and stuff done in November and December, and then they're like, "Oh, we, you know, we're not doing do. anything." Yeah, but yeah. I'm, 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 I've got some good work planned out for the next uh, few weeks, so we'll see how it all goes. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. But thank you, everybody, for helping us, and those of you that give 
on a regular basis to the podcast. We we are so grateful for that. That is, you don't understand. Um, you know, some people get five dollars a month. Some some people get twenty. Some people thirty. Um, others just give a one time gift and every once in a while and. Every single penny of what you give, we put right back into our family and the podcast. So uh, it's just very, very appreciated. And no, you know, somebody thinks, well, my five bucks isn't going to make a difference. It does actually make a difference. Mm -hmm. You know, everything, I'm just like you guys, everything has gone up in price. You know, the power bill has gone up, the, you know, all the different things that we, internet, the, all the stuff that we have has gone up. Mm -hmm. And uh, so any little bit really does help. So thank you for considering giving to the Taking With You podcast. And if you want to, uh, some people will commit to a whole year of giving something every month. And they, you can do that if you go over to the Taking With You podcast uh, uh, website. You just takingwithyou.com. You click on Donate. And then it has a series of things you can donate and put a thing in there and automatically come from PayPal every month. It's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. So if you want to do that, that's awesome. If not, that's cool, too. We completely understand. So we're not in this to get rich. That's not what we're doing this for. Uh, but we do want to uh, be able to uh, get this out to as many people as we possibly can. And if we can encourage you on the way, that's our goal. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, we're hoping that you have an amazing 2013. 2012 is over. Let's go forward. It's time to uh, do some new and exciting things with our lives. And why not, huh? Yeah. You know what? I just had this thought. This is going to be the last time when we do our closer that I'm going to say 2012. Wow. That's just thrilling. Yeah. That's amazing. That's yeah. That just made my, my evening. Should I do that right now? No. No? We're going to pray for everybody oh, first. Oh, okay. I think that'd be important. Oh, yeah, that is important. <coughs> I think I think we all need prayer. It's a good way to end a year and a good way to start a new year is asking God for help. That's a good thing. Yes, it is. Yeah. Lord, we lift up every single one of our listeners to you right now, and we thank you for their lives. We thank you for their families. We thank you for the life that you've given each and every person. And we pray for this upcoming year. Lord, if people have gone through a real rough year this last year, we pray that this next year would be awesome. Mm -hmm. And we also pray that you would guide folks, that you would speak to their hearts, that you would uh, help them financially, and that you would just be a friend to those that seek your face. And we just thank you again for all that you're doing in our lives, and I thank you for every one of our listeners now. Bless them, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Okay, dear, now you can do it. Okay. This has been a Moyer Multimedia LLC production. Copyright 2012. All rights reserved. You did it. Yes, for the last time. And I wonder how many times I'm going to mess up next year. <laughs> ah, you'll do it. That's, that's what we have the editing part for. <laughs> right? Yeah, and if you want to get a hold of us, you can get a hold of us at takehimwithyou.com or our Facebook pages, rick.moyer or amy.moyer. Um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Yep, our emails are rick at takehimwithyou.com. Or amy at takehimwithyou.com. We'd love to hear from you. Seriously, uh, we would really love to hear from you. Mm -hmm. It really encourages us when we hear from you. Yes. Blessings on everybody. Have a great 2013. Woohoo!